If all you want is success, you will not have it. And so if all you want is the success, if all you want is a trophy, but you don't want a story, a process, if you don't want to be made into something, then you, you've already missed it. You've already failed. You've already tanked. And so once you get this, everything changes. What have been the biggest obstacles in your life? What has stopped you? What has hindered you? What has provoked you to get lazy? When life pushed you down, when everybody said you are not enough, when you told yourself, I quit because I can't finish, and you got back up the next day and kept going. Sacrifice is going to have to become your companion and no longer your enemy. Too many of you think sacrifice is your enemy. Sacrifice is a curse word. Sacrifice is bad. I don't want to sacrifice. Well, guess what? You cannot have success without process, without sacrificing. You cannot have it. Get up. Wake up. There's always another level. And it's not about beating the man or woman that's standing in the room with you. It's about beating the man and the woman that's in the mirror. Can you do better than you? Can you do better than you did yesterday? That's all I want to ask you. Can you do better? This is the day. Come on, say this with me. This is the day I learn like I never have. This is the day I invest like I never have. This is the day I take it seriously. I got one window. I may not be here tomorrow. I see all things working for good. I see you stepping into everything that God has called you to do. I see you stepping into purpose and stepping into the plans that God already has laid out for you. This is your day. Get up and conquer your day. I'm just wondering what are you going to do in this next 24 hours that you did not do. I'm just wondering if you're going to level up two millimeters more than you did yesterday. Are you going to get better? Are you going to get stronger? Are you going to get wiser? Are you going to pray differently? Are you going to see this thing differently? I'm just wondering when are you going to see the power of 24 hours? I'm just wondering when are you going to seize the opportunity? You can have journals full of dreams. You can have vision boards from your front door to your bathroom. But if you don't count up the cost of what it's going to take, and if you are not willing to pay that price, you cannot have your future. I want you to get this mentality in your head. Every day, you pay. You pay. Forget waking up at 2 o'clock in the morning. You may have to lose sleep for a week. You may get two hours of sleep in seven days so that you can accomplish what it is that you've been destined to accomplish. What you were born to contribute to humanity. And so I know it hurts and I know it's expensive. Everything you need to get to this next level is inside of you. There's always another level to stand up. I'm just wondering if you're going to rise and see the opportunity. Rise. Rise above what they said. Rise above what happened. Get up. Get up. Get up. You've got a day to conquer. I know you don't feel up to the task. 
I know you've got some doubt and you've got some fear and you've got some uncertainty and you hate the image that you see in the mirror and you hate the way your money looks and your relationships look and people that you've given your all to keep walking out on you. I know you feel stuck in reverse. I know you feel like you're underpaid and undervalued and overlooked, but listen, get up. This is the day that everything changes. Get up! Rise and grind! Get up and get after it! Get up and get after it! You are here by design! You are listening to this talk by design! Get up and beat yourself from yesterday! I don't have time to walk in unforgiveness. I'm focused. I don't have time to think about who doesn't like me, who's who doesn't agree with me. I'm too focused. Get focused. Get focused. And you got two options. You can give up or get up. The measure of of trauma and misery, it doesn't matter. If you are alive, you have another opportunity to begin again. And every day, every single day gives you that new opportunity. So if you don't have a to-do list, get a to-do list. If you haven't planned the day, start planning your day the night before. If you don't have a morning routine, get a morning routine. Start your morning with prayer and meditation. If you're not tracking your progress, start tracking your progress. If you don't have accountability partners, you need to get accountability partners. If you have not identified the roadblocks, if you have not identified the kryptonite, if you have not identified the hurdles, what has hindered your forward progress, identify those things. Get up and get after it. As you grow up and as your world gets bigger, our minds can race, it can go fast. But I want you to just breathe. Your life, your purpose, who you are, what you can achieve, it goes far beyond even what you can believe. But too often we're afraid of taking the first step. Too often we're afraid just to begin to believe. I want you to see it in a different lens. I want you to begin to get excited to know that maybe some of the fears and maybe some of the uncertainties could be the greatest tool that you will ever have. I get it. A lot of times you may not know what your purpose is. A lot of times you may not know exactly what's around the corner. What do you want to do with your future and your life? I don't need you to have the exact details carved out, etched out, set in stone, but I need you just to begin to find a direction, to begin to find something that you're passionate about. Some of you, maybe it's music, maybe it's entertainment, maybe it's becoming a psychologist, a psychiatrist, maybe it's a counselor, maybe you want to start a company, maybe you're a fashion designer. I don't care what it is, but this is the place that I need you to take a moment, pause. What is it that lights you up on the inside? If you could do anything, that area in your life that honestly that has like this rhythm that you would long to do with your life. You see that place that's deep inside of you, that place is also what I think about the word of anxiety and depression. See those areas, there's sometimes something that you were born to achieve, you were born to become, 
but we have fears that keep us. We have fears that stop us. And all I can say is I don't have all the answers, but I know what's worked for me. Because for me, it's when I got to the place where I stopped caring and I found the courage to step into my story. I found the courage to, to be uncomfortable because uncomfortability is where real things change. I need you to speak it one time. One time, that's it. I need you to say it one time. I need you to get it out of the atmosphere. I need you to say it so you can hold yourself accountable to what you said. Tell a friend so they can hold you accountable. But after you say it once, shut your mouth, go into the lab and get to work. Are you hearing me? Shut your mouth, shut up. You didn't hear me say a million times I was gonna speak for the NFL, but I'm in the NFL. You didn't hear me say a million times I was going to Australia. You heard me say it once, then I went in the lab and I got to work. Let me tell you something very carefully because I'm tired of people calling me. I'm tired of people emailing me. I'm tired of people texting me and saying, ET is not working, ET. I'm grinding, ET. I'm hustling, ET is not working. Listen to me very carefully. You reap what you sow. Don't get it twisted. You reap what you sow. Now, if you don't see what you think you should see, understand that to grow a bush and to grow a tree, it take a little bit more time, boo. So yeah, you've been studying for three months. And yeah, you've been grinding for one year. And yeah, you've been hustling for two years now and you're not seeing what you, but guess what? I told you before, you've been doing it for two years, but what were you doing the other 30 years? What were you doing the other 21 years? So it's gonna take time. But listen to me very closely. If you would get yourself in the lab, Say it, write it down, look at it, but get in the lab, number one, and start working on it. When you have an extraordinary mindset, you are determined to make the impossible possible. You are determined to make the unbelievable believable. You are determined to do more each and every day than that average person will do in a whole week. You are determined to do more in a week than an average person does in a month. You are determined to do more in a month than an average person does in a whole year. Some of y'all, you lying to yourself. You say you want to be great. You say you want to get to the next level. You say you want to be dominant on that field. You say you want to go to the final four. You say you want to be a national champion. Listen to me. You say you want a promotion. You say you want to start your own business. But listen to me very closely. You talk too much. Shut up. Get in the lab and let's go to work. Go to work and do your work. Listen to me. Don't just go to work when you feel like it. Go to work every single day. Work on it every day. I need you to put yourself in a position to shine. I need you to put yourself in a position to climb. I need you to put yourself in a position to redesign. I need you to put yourself in a position to redefine. And I need you to put yourself in a position to realign your alliance. If the people in your circle are average, we don't do average. We won't do average. I need you to have a CEO mindset champion energy only you set them standards and you make each and every person that you come in contact with rise up to your standards do not drop down to their level and that wasn't an average thing see average people get average results but great people get great results when they take the necessary actions I want you to picture this imagine trying to climb up a steep hill with somebody on your back. That's exactly what it is when you allow that average mindset to attack you. You trying to go up 
but you have this negative energy trying to pull you back down. Will you please stop trying to mix phenomenal energy with average energy? It doesn't work. You are allergic to average. Listen to me, don't keep calling me and telling me you're gonna get on the Dean's list. Do me a favor, don't tell me you're gonna be on the honor roll. Shut up, go to work and show me. Average people don't understand that. So when you tell them your come up goals, they're gonna tell you exactly why they can't be achieved. Well, I, I tried that before. It didn't work for me. My, my, my cousin tried that before. It didn't work for him. What does that got to do with you? But whatever you do, do not let that average enter into your system. This is a great day to win. For 13 years now, I've overcame some of these crippling emotions because I found the courage to do one thing, and it was to begin to look and put things on the wall and to look on mirrors and to look on places and spaces and to begin to put goals on my life, to begin to say, for me, it was, it was change the world. For me, it was beginning to understand that I, I don't know what it looks like. I don't always know what it means. But every single day, will I stop? Will I stop? Will I stop believing that I can't, even though I don't fully understand? And will I begin to believe that I can do hard things? I can step into uncomfortable. It may not be perfect. But every single day, can I find a small win? Every single day, can I just do the next thing? Too often we think of the big picture. We think of the details and every detail has to be perfect. Or maybe it's just moving in the direction. Maybe it's just knowing that you can wake up and you can get out of bed and that you can brush your teeth and that you can do what you need to do to get to that first class and just continue to have small wins. See, this is where we begin to take the deep impression, the depression, the anxiety, the paralyzing thoughts and begin to take it one step at a time. One small choice to two small choices, one small win to two small wins. And when you begin to become consistent and just do the next thing, you can think your life is meaningless or you can think that every choice I make has a ripple effect. Why? Because you have a purpose, you're unique, you're scarce, you're rare. Science proves that you're a one of one. You, right now, you're a one of one. See your fingertips, your fingerprints, anything that I touch can always be identified as me. And anything that you touch can always be identified as you. There is no other you. And if you're a one of one, that means you're rare, you're scarce, and you're unique. The world puts amazing value on things that are rare, scarce, and unique. See, when you look at things in a different lens, in a different light, there's always a choice. There's a place where my life can be meaningless and everything that I do, why do I even try? Or is a place where everything that I do has purpose and it matters. See, it's always which way will I see it? And what I'm saying to you is this, Depression no longer to me is something that works against me. Anxiety is no longer something that works against me. I've learned to see it as a tool because pressure, pressure if it's not dealt with appropriately, it creates energy in this 
motion of something trying to get out. If it doesn't find the right way out, that pressure can cause destruction and disaster. But pressure, it's also what's used to make diamonds. Pressure and energy and fire can create something of immense value. And so what I've learned to do when I think about the word depression, I can't help but think of the word the depths. I can't help but think of this word that has this inward feeling, this inward place. There's something deep inside of all of us. Depression doesn't have to be negative. Depression can be a tool that can help me learn that there's a place and a space for me to climb. That honestly, there are dreams and there are goals and there are things that you were born to achieve and that you were born to do. See, what helped me is to also find my why in my depression and in my anxiety. It's learning to step into uncomfortable. It's learning that coal, that fire, that ember, that pain, that trauma, that wound, that uncertainty, this place where I'm afraid of failing. I'm afraid of what they will think. I'm afraid of what they will say. It's learning to stop giving a care about any of those things, but understanding your why, understanding who you are will be birthed and you finding the courage to step into your story. Is it fear that we need to let go of? Is it unnecessary stress? Come on, is it those unidentified triggers? What is it? What hobbies do I need to let go of? What people do I need to let go of? What opinions of people do I need to let go of? What's wasting my time? And so when sacrifice becomes your companion, it is only then that we can begin to step into the process of what is required to climb mountains. Everybody wants to get to the top of the mountain, but nobody wants to climb. Sacrifice is going to build me. Sacrifice is going to prepare me. I'm going to be equipped. I'm going to be conditioned. Destiny is haunting us, breathing down our necks, asking us, when are we going to step forward? When are we going to march into this thing? Michael Jordan has a $2 billion net worth. That's beautiful. But what was the cost for all of that? How did he win games? How did he win championships? How hard did he practice? How crazy was his faith? How many vacations did Michael Jordan have to turn down? How many parties did he have to walk out of? How many people had to be amputated out of his life? Everybody wants to celebrate the $2 billion evaluation of his enterprise. But it came at a cost. It came with some sleepless nights. It came with some long practices. It came with a lot of no's. No, 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 I can't do the party. No, 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 I'm not gonna do the drinking. No, I'm not connecting with them. No, I don't need that circle. No, it came with a lot of no's. It came with a lot of sacrifice. It comes with a lot of rejecting. It comes with a lot of awareness of what is not serving the vision had a temperature of over 100 degrees and won the game over the Jazz in 95, a champion. But he sacrificed comfort. He sacrificed convenience. He had to sacrifice and reject the voices in his head that said, you're crazy, you're sick, you need to rest, you need to sit down. If I'm going to see success, I've got to define what sacrifices are required in order to step into it. I cannot have it. I will not see it until I've counted up the cost. You'll find yourself connected to 100 people that think they know what you should be doing to get where you're supposed to be. And so I've got to begin to shut the mouths of the people that don't know the cost 
the price that I have to pay. You may have paid that, but I may not have to pay that price. I can learn from your mistakes. I don't have to fall down the same ditches you fell down. I don't have to flop down the same stairs you flopped down. That's your price. That's your cost. I've got another way. I've got a different mentality. I just may be a little bit more creative than you. I just may be a little bit more innovative. I just may have more faith than you. I don't have to fall like you fell. I don't have to hurt like you hurt. I can look up and get up. When did you get to the point where you snapped so easily? When you let go so easily? When you gave up so easily? I know what it's like to feel like if I keep going, I'm going to waste my time. We all get to this point in our life where we ask ourselves the question, what have I held on to that should have been amputated? All of us are holding on to something that is familiar and we are comfortable and it has become our paradigm, our pattern, our way of life. And if we're honest, we can't see ourselves without this thing. I don't know what it is for you. Everybody's got a different thing, person, place, something that needs to be amputated out of our life cut off that's no longer serving us. And so my question to you really is, I know you have your eyes on success, the end game, the trophy, but what conveniences haven't we let go of that have become cancerous to us? If we're honest, we should be able to write out a whole list of things that we're not doing, that we were destined to do, but, but our forward motion has been halted Buy something. We need to change that internal dialogue. It's time to step into the shoes you were meant to wear. You see, tomorrow is not guaranteed. You could die today. So what are you going to do? You're going to spend another year complaining and blaming others for why you haven't achieved your true potential or... Are you going to finally take action? You see, it's nobody's fault that you aren't in the financial spot you want to be. It's nobody's fault that when you look in the mirror, you get depressed. It's nobody's fault that when you wake up and go to a job that you hate every day, you just want to crawl into a hole. It's yours. You are responsible for the life that you are currently living. And it's because you allowed life to beat you up and hold you back from achieving everything you've ever wanted. It's because you allowed the simple things that we need to do anyways, like look after our kids and go to the job, hold you back from trying to achieve anything else. It's time to wake up. Don't tell God you want a lot when you overlook the little. I know people today who starve because they don't want no little job. I, I'm not doing no little job, not realizing a little job, a little job can give you a big opportunity. If you work, if you, yeah, that's a good place to clap, you can clap for that. If, if you work, if you work at McDonald's, you better work that thing. If they put you on fries, you better get on fries and you better be in there like, yep, it's Friday, yeah, yeah, it's Friday. No, it's not, it's Monday, no, it's Friday, yeah, yeah, it's Friday. And they're going to say, oh my God, you're crazy. 
and they put you on burgers. You got to get on burgers. You got to be like, yeah, yeah. Watch me flip, yeah. Watch me, nay, nay, yeah, yeah. Watch me flip, flip, yeah. Watch me, watch me, yeah. Watch me, watch me. And they be like, yo, those guys. And then before you know it, they got you at the register. Like, yep, do you want a number one? Yep, there's a number one right there. Would you like a number two? There's a number two. Have a great day. Hey, would you like a suicide? Have a happy meal. And they're like, oh my God. And then all of a sudden, you the manager. And you're like, yep, I need you over there. I need you on fries. I need you on burger. I need you at the register. Yep, I need you to get that paper. Yep, I need you. Yep, you take a sick day. And then before you know it, you own six of those things. Why? Because you started with a little and you worked what God gave you and you elevated yourself to the top. Stop waiting for the big. God said, I gave you enough. Now use what you got. Don't tell me you want this stage and you can't stand at that door. Don't tell them, no, 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 don't get it twisted, don't get it twisted. Before I ever stood on a stage, I cleaned one at an old Baptist church. When everybody left, I stayed vacuuming when nobody was there. That's how I got the microphone. I didn't get a microphone because I can talk the best. I didn't get a microphone because I can sing the best. I got a microphone because serving kept elevating me everywhere of my life. You deserve to see what your life would look like if you gave 120%. Are you hearing what I'm telling you, baby? Listen to me very closely, right? You got to get this. You deserve, right? You, you, you've been living 70%, 80%. We've been talking about it. And, and you're looking at the results, the outcome, right? You reap what you sow. You're looking at the outcome of somebody giving 70%. Like every, everything, everything you have, everything you are, everything you're doing, like it's, it's 78. And what I need you to do is I need you to look at yourself in the mirror and say, come on, quit, stop playing. I deserve to see what my life would look like if I gave 120%. Now, stop making excuses. Stop justifying your laziness. Stop choosing mediocrity. Wake up. Be better than who you used to be. Be better than who you are right now. Everybody else puts off everything until tomorrow, but not you. You are going to choose to be better today. You are going to push through the struggles and hardships that come up this year. You are going to grind until you are exhausted, until you feel like you have nothing more, and then grind harder to achieve more this year because you deserve it. It's time to set the standard for your family and be the example this year. This year, everything changes. It's time to level up. On the other side of temporary pain, you get introduced to your other self. We think everything's permanent. And because we think it's permanent, we make permanent decisions based on temporary conditions. I'm super proud of where so many of you are right now. But I don't let anybody settle. I don't want us to become complacent. Man, I want you to engage with you. I want you to start confronting you. It's up to you to assemble yourself. You have to work on you. What we do is we shackle our mind. We are a prisoner in our own mind. That this is all I can do. This is all I'm good at. We really do believe it's further away. Like we honestly believe this thing is like a 20 year thing. And so because we believe that we keep it there and we miss out on these, you know, possibilities in our life. You have the power within yourself to change millions of lives. Yeah by facing life, by facing yourself.
Most people go through life quietly and safely tiptoeing to an early grade. Find out what it is you want and go after it as if your life depends on it. You need to create a different relationship with pain in your life. The foundation of all strength is pain. There's always going to be storms on the horizon, but you've got to have the strength, the out and out arrogance to just keep getting up and keep carrying on. It's doing. That's how you get great at your craft. And so if you're not willing to be a fool, then you'll never start anything new. And if you never start anything new, then you won't develop. And so the willingness to be a fool is the precursor to transformation. And that's the same as humility. And so if you're going to write your destiny, you can do a bad first job. You're going to get smarter as you move forward. I promise you, you are turning into a warrior. Because the stuff that you're going through, the stuff that you have to experience, what don't kill you makes you stronger. Like, I want you to understand, like, I don't know your story. I don't know the, the depths of what some of you have had to deal with. But I'm here to tell you, man, you can do hard things. And as long as there's breath in your lungs, there's hope in your heart, too. But what you cannot do is you cannot quit doing the process. Stop sitting around moping and complaining and waiting for somebody to connect the dots for you. Put the work in and take the stairs to the top. To get that good is a terrifying journey of self-discovery and confronting who you really are. Because you cannot make change until you acknowledge where you're actually at. Nothing is easy. Anything worth having is hard to get. Admit that you can have anything you want, but it's going to be hard work. Admit that you are the only reason that you are where you are. And you are the only reason that you ain't where you want to be. Admit. Take responsibility and accept it. Get off your ass and get to work. If you're suffering terribly, there's two options in front of you in some sense. One is you're suffering terribly and it's unjust and you're suffering terribly because the cosmos itself. The other possibility is you're suffering at least in part because you're not everything you could be. Most of us, we live in a box and we don't want to go outside that box at all, ever. Outside that box is all these possibilities of life. I now know that there is no cap on the human mind. There's no cap. We cap it ourselves. And there is a literature too that suggests that people are a lot more unhappy when they look back in their lives about the things they didn't do than they are about the mistakes they made while they were doing things. And so that's really worth thinking about too because there's redemptive mistakes. And a redemptive mistake would be a mistake that you make when you go out and try to do something. You know, you actually you think, okay, I'm going to try to do this. And you're not good at it. You make a bunch of mistakes. It's like, what, what's the consequence if you pay attention? Is you're not quite so stupid anymore. That's the thing, is you've been informed by, your, by the results of your errors. Take some stumbling steps towards it. And as you take stumbling steps towards it, you become illuminated and enlightened and informed because of the nature of your experience, because you're pushing yourself beyond where you are and you're going into the country that you have not yet been in. And you learn something. And so if you stand still, you fall backwards. You cannot stand still because the world moves away from you if you stand still. And there's no stasis. There's only backwards. And so if you're not moving forwards, then you're moving backwards. And that's more of the underlying truth of, of the Matthew principle. To those who have everything, more will be given. From those who have nothing, everything will be taken.